was kind of just an idiot, <laughs> to be honest. I was so stupid. You know, I was, I was chasing this lifestyle and ignoring my reality. Yeah. It was just a, all about this dream. One day I'm going to drive a car, I'm going to have lots of money, I'm going to travel the world. So I was just focusing on getting that. There was so much this positivity and all that motivational speeches. So they keep you high. You don't notice your reality. Affirmations are good, right? But when it becomes too much to the point where you ignore reality, then that is, there's a problem with that. Hi, my name is Razoa. When I was 18 years old, I was sold a lifestyle. They sold me a dream in the form of multi-level marketing. They promised me to travel the world. They promised that I could work less hours for more pay, but it turned out to be a scam. Growing up, I've always wanted to be successful. And I feel like this passion and desire of mine to be successful is what was, is what was taken advantage of by multi-level marketing. Because you see, they sold me a dream that resonated with my dreams and desires. And me being naive, I fell for it. But what I got is a whole lot of wasted time and energy and even finances. Yeah, the reason I'm here is actually, you know, this is a story that needs to get out there because not so many people are talking about it, you know? It, multi-level marketing has affected so many lives and people need to hear it. Well, I had just moved to Nairobi to, you know, advance my career in music and content creation. And I didn't have that much of an income. My parents weren't really supporting me that much. So I had to get a job. You know, so and the job is multi-level marketing. A friend of mine came and told me, hey, there's this opportunity of a lifetime that I'd like to introduce you to. Come to this meeting and listen to what these people who are earning millions have to say, you know, because, you know, they have to mention the millions part so they can lure you in. So I decided to go and I wasn't really that interested. But you know, the reason I joined is because I had to pay rent, you know? So I decided, hey, I'm just gonna do it because there's no other job that I can get outside there. Well, I walked into a hall and there were so many people, so many of us looking for a job. You know, in my mind at that time, I was wondering, <laughs> all these people are looking for a job and they need, like, if people are applying for a job, there's a number that you need, right? You're not going to employ everyone. So that was kind of a red flag. I should have noticed. But so we got there. So they start introducing themselves. They say how they used to be broke. And now they start selling us this opportunity. They're not really saying what this opportunity is, but they begin by selling your dream, a lifestyle. You know, you two can go travel, you two can go on vacations, you can buy this house, you can buy these yachts and cars, you know. So there, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, hey, maybe I too can go on, on vacations, <laughs> you know. Maybe I can be that person 
who makes millions and tours the world and works from home, they, they were very convincing. If, you have, if you're in multi-level marketing, you just have to have this superpower of convincing people because <laughs> if you don't, it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. So towards the end, that's when they... No, they didn't really tell us what this business is about until towards the end they tell you, now sit in a meet in a group in that hall, in a group with the, the person who brought you here. <laughs> and then, then, after, then in the meet, in the group, that's when they start telling you what the business is about. Yeah. So here we sell products, but the money is in the recruit, recruitment. We, bring, we just need you to bring this, this number of people, and then that's how you're going to make money. Because, to be honest, their products are very expensive. Have you tried them? <laughs> a mere toothpaste is 900 shillings, honestly. Why would you buy? Uh, anyway, it's not very affordable to certain people, the majority of people. So in order to join this business, there was a requirement. And the requirement was that you had to pay, you had to purchase the starter pack, which is 49,000. I didn't have that money. It was a lot for an 18 year old kid. I didn't have that. There was a way to cheat it. If <laughs> there was a way to cheat that, is you bring people who are going to buy this starter pack. So, you know, if they buy, there's some money credited to you. Yeah. So that's how I managed to make it. I had to convince my friends to purchase products worth that amount for me to be signed to that company. Like, I can't believe these guys put me in a position that I had to, in that position where I had to convince my friends to buy these really expensive products and you know when you're 18 you have friends who are kind of your age around your age they can't afford that they can't afford a toothpaste worth 900 shillings so i had to find other ways they convinced us to buy ads on facebook and market the product and the ads were on our own you know, we had to facilitate that. In reality, multi-level marketing is basically a type of pyramid scheme. They're just legal. That's just what makes them different. No, I had I had very supportive people. Yeah, some of them bought the products, but it was very expensive. You know, like it was very it was very hard to get people to buy the product. So in total, it took me about two months to raise up that amount. Something I forgot to mention: when you're in this meeting. They tell you, don't go out there and ask for people's opinions because these guys, you know, these guys that tell you not to join this business, they don't want the best for you because they're going to tell you not to join this business and they don't offer you anything else, you know? Like, it makes sense that way, but if you know something is wrong for someone, like if it's your wife or friend, you're going to tell them. But them, they didn't even want you to, they didn't want that outside of opinion. And they were just, you know, they encourage us a lot to talk to strangers. You know, when you're in a mat, you just start, you strike a conversation with a stranger. And some strangers actually told me, hey, this is not it. This is a scam. Get out while you can.
I wish I did. I wish I could have listened. <laughs> I would have saved myself a lot of time and effort. Ugh. Anyway, here I am talking about this. <laughs> Actually, oh, there's, there's one thing I want to address. You know, when I ran, when I uploaded this video on my website, someone commented and said, I'm just bitter. I'm bitter. That's why I'm making this kind of content. No, that's not it. I'm not doing this because I'm bitter. I'm doing this for the one person that if I can just help that one person, that that would be nice, you know? Now that I achieved the 49,000, I was promoted to an assistant supervisor. Sounds nice. <laughs> but I was a broke assistant supervisor. I had nothing to show for, honestly. So uh, they throw you a party or no, in this, we used to meet up in this hall. So this hall was constantly just full of people. So when you reach to that level of uh, an assistant supervisor, they start clapping for you. Like the whole, the whole, everyone in the hall, they make it such a big deal. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's hard to celebrate when you when you have nothing to show for. It was just a title, an assistant supervisor. Like I had not made anything. Like I said, I had nothing to show for. It was just a title. They had promised that if you're an assistant supervisor, you earn at least 10,000 monthly in profits, I think. No, monthly, yeah. With bonuses if you've recruited other people. This guy's promised, you know this guy's promised me not to work at all <laughs> but in these two months if i can remember correctly i worked so hard <laughs> omg i did so many presentations at gyms no like the presentations you have uh the products with you and you go onto gyms and pitch to them so if they can buy i used to get plans from those kinds of presentations oh if you get to an assistant supervisor they pressure you into getting into recruiting more people and so that you can get to the next rank, the supervisor. Yeah, so at that point, yeah, they just pressured us to recruit more people. That's how you're going to make it in this business because they really, really, really made it a point to remind us every single day that if you did not bring someone to this company, if you did not recruit your, your business, my business, I feel so awkward saying my business. It's, it's gonna fail. So this next phase was just all about recruiting. Uh, we were told to recruit anyone and everyone. When someone hits on me, I had to make sure that they attended these meetings. <laughs> you know, I was such a bad person. <laughs> no, but I was desperate. I was desperate, I had to. So like, a, yeah, this guy came in and joined the business because he liked me, I guess. Yeah, so I finally succeeded in signing one person. I had one person under me. But I don't even think he was interested in the business. <laughs> it was just, it was like he was doing me a favor. <laughs> oh, that is so, that is so sad. No, I kept on bringing my friends. They said, oh, they sat through the meetings and they never came back. There was this couple, you know, I think this, they were just desperate because they had lost their jobs and, and I approached them with the 
this opportunity of a lifetime, told them about it. It seemed appealing to them. They came and sat through the meetings. They decided to join. However, uh, they couldn't get any people to buy the products or even they couldn't recruit other people themselves. I, I've had drama. I had drama. <laughs> drama. Yeah. When you have a client, you have to keep following up on them and asking if they're going to buy these products or coming to join the business. So I kept calling this certain man and his wife kind of thought that I was the one. No, I was his mistress. I mean, it, she was she was angry. She requested for a meeting <laughs> with me, little old me. <laughs> she came to the warehouse actually and found me and said, "Hi, I want to speak to you." <laughs> no, she didn't cause the scene. She was she was she's sweet. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she talked to me and asked, "Hey, are you are you are you hooking up with my husband?" You know, I was actually very surprised that she said it. She asked me that. She asked, why do you keep calling my husband all the time? Then I explained to her, hey, your husband is a very faithful client of mine. He buys products. So I have to just keep following up. I think she understood it. And, and me, being me, I tried to recruit her into the business. <laughs> I tried to get her to join this business. Well, she sat through the meetings the next day. Like they said, talk to your neighbors, talk to everyone. I went on being nice and trying to make friends in the, in the neighborhood, like my next door neighbor. So I knocked on his door. He was very kind. Kumbe, his wife was just around, just listening to our conversation. Well, our conversations was just very cordial. Can you say cordial or casual? Or, you know, yeah, it was very casual. I was trying to tell him about the business. But when I went home, it escalates. It's just drama, drama everywhere. <laughs> this woman came in the middle of the night and started knocking at my door, saying, hey, you're the mistress. <laughs> I don't know why I keep, people keep thinking that. <laughs> you're the mistress. And I was actually very shocked. The first time I make, I made money, 150. I will not forget that. 150 shillings. <laughs> 150 shillings. And mind you, you have rent to pay at the end of the month. How are you going to pay rent at, uh, with 150 shillings? Or even fair to go to these meetings that are very mandatory. You have to attend these meetings. You can't tell me that you're an assistant supervisor and look like crap, you know? You have to dress a certain way. You have to dress classy, buy all this. It doesn't need to be expensive, but you just have to look the part. On social media, you have to take very enticing photos to, to the business. Yeah, so that people, people may want to join the business. We want people to look at you and see, hey, this is a business that I can do. I mean, she's doing well for herself. I was kind of just an idiot, <laughs> to be honest. I was so stupid. You know, I was, I was chasing this lifestyle and ignoring my reality. Yeah. It was just a, all about this dream. One day I'm going to drive a car. I'm going to have lots of money. I'm going to travel the world. 
So I was just focusing on getting that and ignoring my reality of, you know, I have to pay rent at the end of the month. So, you know, with these meetings, there was so much this positivity and all that motivational speeches. So they keep you high. You don't notice your reality. This toxic positivity, like, I mean, these affirmations are good, right? But when it becomes too much, to the point where you ignore reality, then that is, there's a problem with that. Things are not always going to be good. There's good times and bad times. But with them, there was just, oh, we're making millions. Like, they literally said, you have, if you don't sell today, don't, don't tell yourself that you didn't sell today. Just do this, do this instead. I'm going to make lots of money tomorrow. You see, like affirmations, the daily affirmations. You have to affirm yourself. I am, I'm the best. I am, I am a millionaire. Oh, we have to say that. I am a millionaire. Ignore reality, but say that you're a millionaire. They should stop telling people that, that you're going to work less and earn more. They should just keep it real. Hey, this is how this business works. You just recruit, and that's how you make your money. But leave alone the products. So I really wanted to make it. But it was just not happening. I gave it my all. You cannot, you cannot, you, even this guy's going to test that I did not work. I didn't, I, I wasn't lazy. <laughs> they can attest to it. I gave it my all, but it didn't bear any fruit. They insisted you had you had to be the a product of the product you have to be a walking testimony and show people how amazing these products are so every little amount that i made had to go back into the company some of it not all of it yeah you buy this product so you can use them and show your clients hey i use this products too you make money and it goes back into the company there's really no room for you to, or if it, or if it, if the money doesn't go back into the company through the products, they arrange for these conven conventions that you have to pay to purchase tickets for. Yeah, and you have to look good in these conventions. So the money goes back into your outfits. <laughs> I know people. I know someone who took a loan just to go on these trips, and right now they're in debt. <laughs> still in that they used to hold the meetings at kicc yeah so in these meetings they would hire photographers limousines and there was a red carpet yeah and in these conventions they made sure that we invited other people prospects to join the company so they could see hey these are the ones that have made it look at how well they're doing look at how they're dressed yeah, so that the prospects would see and think that maybe they too could become that person they're seeing up on stage. There's someone I brought to these meetings when I was trying to recruit. And they said, these are just actors. You're paying these guys to act. <laughs> look, they're dressing. They look nice now, but if you meet them out, out here, they're going to look different. I mean, well, those are some of the challenges I faced. These are just actors. Or some were just blunt and said, you're in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd listened to them. After two months, I had lost my apartment. I think it was two months or three months. 
there, around there, I had lost my apartment, but I didn't see it. I didn't see that it wasn't working out. I thought, you know, when they sell you this dream and every day you're in these meetings and you're hearing you're going to become a millionaire, you actually start believing it. You forget your reality. So I lost my apartment and that's, I had to move in with my brother. No, he was kind enough to <laughs> let me live with him. And uh, even then, I did not want to quit this job because I, was t I still believed that I could make it. Yeah, so I kept working harder and harder because now I was not paying any rent. I, had, I didn't have any responsibilities. You know, I can't really say that things weren't working out. I cannot say that because there was so much this thing, fake it till you make it. <laughs> You have to fake it till you make it. So even if they're making a lot of money or not, you wouldn't know if someone is faking it or not. When I realized that I was not going, that this business was not working out, like I had nothing to show for for this business. I've given my all into this business, but nothing is coming out of it. I cannot even sustain myself. I, we used to starve, like during the whole, the whole day, there is no meal you've eaten, but you just have to work hard. I was just, I just got tired of it, you know. I was just tired. I didn't I there's just one time I I I decided I'm not going to go to work for one week and just think about this and reassess. Yeah. That's when I realized it's not going to work out. I'm pretty sure these guys think of me as a failure cuz I left. In this business you either were in it or if you left you were a failure. That's just how it is. But it's, it's, that's not how it is. If, if you give your all to something and it doesn't work out, you know, they say it's good to know when to work, walk out. It's good to know when to walk away. And I think that was my moment because it wasn't working out. I did not consult with any of the management team because obviously they would have just asked me to stay. They would, just, they would have convinced me to stay with all that. Oh, they would have shown me their checks and their cars. Actually, there are only like three people there with cars. <laughs> you know, if, if you were starting a multi-level marketing right now, you would be successful because you, it starts with you. But once it starts getting saturated, that's where the problem is. There's not much of a potential for these people who are at the bottom to earn a living. Well, let me ask you a question. If, if everyone were to join an MLM, how would these people at the bottom make money? Because even mathematically speaking, it would not take very long to recruit everyone in the world. Because, uh, so let's say, the people at the bottom rank, they're expecting to earn a living through recruiting, right? Who are they going to recruit? No one? They could, we could say they're selling products, but if everyone is selling the same kind of product, it's not like art. If everyone was doing art, like singing, I wouldn't want to listen to my own music every single day. I'd buy your art. That's how it is. And that's how I noticed, I, this is not, you know, I even brought up this question with my app line. I asked him that and he, he didn't really answer it. Yeah. And if you ask these people, these kind of questions, they, answer the questions lightly. They don't really go deep into answering your questions. 
lots of people are successful in multi-level marketing, but compared to the the ones that are not successful, it's like a one percent. The one percent is successful, and the ninety-nine percent, ninety-nine percent are not successful. Like the odds are that that way. Ninety-nine percent not successful, one percent successful. If you join an MLM that's old, you're not going to make money because it's already saturated. The one percent are already are, are already making the money, and you in the at the bottom rank you the 99%. To be honest, I didn't really say it was a scam then because I did not figure that out then. It was kind of you know like you you have an idea that it's a scam but you don't you're not really sure. Yeah. That's how I was. But I I was just like done with it. I was done. I couldn't give it any more because I have already given it my all and it's not working out. I had nothing else to give. You can't give what you don't have. After six months of hard work and giving this company everything, I decided to work out because it wasn't working out for me. And it's not because I'm a failure. Everyone knows I worked hard. Yeah, it's just not working. It's the business that's flawed. It is structured like that of a pyramid scheme. Like I said, if everyone were to join, no one's gonna make money. If it's if a multi-level marketing company is saturated, I think that's it for them. The top the top dogs will keep on making money, but the people at the bottom will suffer. And that is the ninety-nine percent. What makes a multi-level marketing legal is uh the products. That's where they hide it. But they don't really sell the products because in this meet, they usually, they highly emphasize to recruit people. You have to recruit and recruit and recruit. That's where the money is. The products is just for sure. You can decide to sell products, but that's not where the money is. Looking back, I don't really regret joining the business because right now I'm here. I joined an MLM, so you don't have to. I'm telling you the reality of it. You're not going to make it. <laughs> Though there are people that have made it, but chances are very slim. You're better off starting your own business. Do I regret leaving? No, not really. Because look at me now, I'm doing what I love. I, I never had time for myself when I was there. It was all about growing this, my business. They used to refer to it as that. So I never had time to discover what, I mean, I knew I wanted to be an artist but I didn't have time for it. This business took, took all my time. Yeah, and, and gave me nothing in return, really. But here I am now, I actually love this stage of my life. So if you are considering joining an MLM, my honest opinion would be, do it. <laughs> do it and waste your time and energy. I mean, you're better off starting off your own business because there's a higher chance of you succeeding than in, in, being, in joining an MLM. Yes, MLMs for me are a scam. You know, not really because of my experience, but because of the business structure. What I'm telling you is facts. It's not sustainable to the people at the bottom rank. That is a fact. So people, some people may 
because this is not their experience they they'll disqualify what i have to say but i am telling i am giving you the facts just do your research before you meet that friend for coffee and discuss this life changing opportunity just do your research and be very careful because for me mlms are a scam and uh, i just want to say i'm not doing this because i'm bitter i'm doing this because i care about the truth i care about people i care about i care about people knowing what they're being sold i'm telling i'm telling my story because i care because i care because i don't want you to waste your time i don't want you to waste your energy or even finances in this business so many people are stuck with these products in their houses i don't want you to be that kind of person i don't want you to be that person just be i'm telling you the truth because i care